Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Wildfire Tribe Podcast. We are hanging out with you today and looking so forward to it. So Kylie, why don't you just describe for people exactly where we're sitting right now and what it looks like. We're sitting right on the bay and the water is sparkling like diamonds, which is absolutely beautiful. So if you're listening from another country or you, it is in Queensland, sunny Queensland in Australia, and we have a helicopter overhead now, the microphone might pick it up. There's the mountains in the background, there's people out in, it's a low tide and there's people not far away from us out in the water looking for shells perhaps you think mm. that's what they're doing i think they're taking selfies they're trying to get the perfect shot shelfies <laughs> shelfies <laughs> we are here to have real conversations about mystical things is why we're here isn't it yeah that's right okay we've mm. decided that we're just going to talk to you as we talk amongst ourselves so Right at the beginning of actually stepping into this space of podcasting and what it would look like for us and what we were bringing to you, we really wanted to bring a conversational podcast that's just an example of how we actually walk out our days with God. And we walk out our day every day with God knowing that He is in us and that He has this wonderful place for us to explore and that He also has given Kylie and I each other to enjoy life with and we converse about God all of the time so we don't necessarily wake up in the morning and go hey Kylie what topic are we going to converse about today in our general (laughs) life we just talk about God all the time so that's what we're going to do today wherever this takes us is wherever it takes us yeah so this will be the God surprise the spiritual adventure of what unfolds when you just bring him into every moment which he is in every moment and that's the exciting part about walking out our now with him is that he he is always in our now do you believe in coincidences kylie um i believe no well not really because i just think everything happens like if we want to see the way like i uh, see the world through god's eyes then everything's happening for a reason maybe I don't know I don't really like that saying in some respects so the reason why I'm asking is because we're driving along this morning in a town where we are right now where we've never ever been before we've never actually been to this place in our lives before that I'm aware of anyway maybe on you know when we're really really little with our parents on holidays or something we might have accidentally come here but we don't know this place we don't know anybody that lives here and as we're driving through the local a shopping area, a person jumps out into the middle of the road waving their arms frantically at us because they have seen that we have driven down the street and turned around and come back and it's a person that I know from my past from 10 years ago. Yeah, it was pretty cool and yeah, so we pulled over, found a cow park and got to spend like... A cow a, park. A cow park. <laughs> we found a cow park. Sorry, I'm a little bit whacked. <laughs> so we found a cow park and put our cow in it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got out of our cow and we walked up the street. <laughs> and when we and come we... back, someone was milking our cow. <laughs> and that is the life of walking with God. <laughs> so as this person waved us down, and I wasn't even sure who it was at first, I've not seen this person for probably a bit more than 10 years and it's a person that I had not really spent a great deal of time with 10 years ago anyway, but a really lovely man that I uh, I spent a little bit of time in a job with and he had moved overseas to another country, moved to England and has moved back and via Facebook I think is our connection of feeling like we're a part of each other's lives mm. and here he is. In this town, so it was wonderful to see him again, and uh, he immediately suggested we have coffee. We love coffee, so and we love people. So, as we had our coffee and we're walking along to the beach, and he's telling us about his life over the last ten years, I mentioned to him that I don't believe in coincidences. That that I believe that all things happen for a reason, and that our in our encounter together, I was looking for meaning within that. 
And I know that, like I said to him, I feel like I don't want it to make it too serious or anything. I don't want to be like, we have to find out the meaning of why we're running to each other and there's going to be something in this for both of us. But I really feel like there is a purpose for all things, especially when they're, they're kind of weird. You know, it's kind of weird that it would happen. It doesn't make sense in my thinking that it's just happened for no reason and that we would just have a coffee and go our own ways for eternity I just always, I, I think for me, I just want things to happen. Mm. Yeah. Well, I feel like, you know, when we're just being ourselves in every moment, we're being that light, we're being love, we're light workers, so we're shining everywhere we go. And and as a result, that's um, helping helping people illuminate like it's illuminating the essence of who people are within themselves so like spending time with people is like just awakening a little bit more of people's consciousness to the reality of the of who they are when we believe that Jesus died for all of us when we believe that we're all on a journey of discovering who we've always been then we're Every encounter that we have with one another and with people, with strangers, with those that we run into uh, coincidentally (laughs) from our past and all of those things, that they're all just little pieces to encourage and love on one another. They're pieces of our life where we're sharing in the physical uh, what we're already sharing in the spiritual anyway. Yeah, so that man that we had coffee with, then we went our own separate ways and I ran into another man. This is not a another one of those strange coincidences like it's not like I left somebody that I just had a coffee with that I hadn't seen for 10 years and then ran into somebody else I haven't seen for 10 years I actually just ran into a person who I've never met before and started talking to him and as he was talking to me telling me about his travels around Australia yeah, towing a caravan with his wife and he kept on mentioning the places that he'd been to and he also kept on mentioning that he was visiting a friend here and he stayed with a friend there and he stayed with a friend there. And, and so I asked him how it is that he knows all of these people that he's staying with, just also wondering whether he had met people coincidentally over time that then turned into people that became more of a part of his life. And that was exactly what happened with him. People he stayed with when his car blew up uh, in a place, I forget where he said that happened, but Oh, Bega, near Bega in New South Wales in Australia. His car blew up and he contacted somebody that he knew who lived a long way away in Sydney who then came and loaned him a car and took his car away to get it fixed. And, and that, so that coincidence of meeting somebody from the past then turned into something that meant that right now he was able to contact that person and there's meaning attached and there's assistance and then they get to do some more life together. Yeah. So I'm always interested in how people meet each other and why these connections are made and, and yeah, who it's not who gets to benefit from them, but, God, what are you doing here? Why, why have you got me running into this person that I, I only met 10 years ago at a period of time? Is it just to reminisce? about that time or have you brought us together for something that's more meaningful as in we can help each other move forward in direction perhaps in our life you know is there something happening in my life that I'm looking for an answer for and maybe you have a key Mm, well definitely and I feel like there is a collective awakening or like a raising of our consciousness across the earth at the moment like we're seeing um, you know planetary energies and we're seeing uh, engaging with different things that are bringing people into that that place of like contemplation you know they're thinking about well what is my life about what there just seems to be like there's more than this and I feel like in that space people are we're having some really amazing conversations with people about 
spiritual things, about the possibility of more, about engaging with, um, you know, even the the energies in things like the, the solstice and things like the planets aligning and different things happening uh, in when it's like the full moon or even things like that were, that were really like out, not even part of God conversations not so long ago where we were really even thinking, well, that isn't part of a, a church journey or a or a religious journey or anything like that because that's like you know for people into astrology or things like that but that God's in all of creation and that as we're engaging with one another that we're really realizing that there are different times of the month and there are different times of the year where there's like a, a heightened collective energy where we're experiencing things that are connecting to our spiritual selves and as we meet people and uh, have amazing conversations with people about their lives in these moments, then we're really starting to realise that across the board, a lot of people are searching for more and they're looking at the possibility about why um, these synchronicities happen, why, why are we here? So we keep running into people and what you're saying is when we run into people, it's quite possible that other people are also thinking those similar sorts of thoughts. Why are we here? What's going on at the moment? What's my next? And perhaps we're running into each other, holding keys for each other. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We have a bird theme for our podcast. We are the freedom and adventure mystics, so we like to be out and about experiencing freedom and adventure. And along with that comes encounters with bird life, with other humans as we're sitting podcasting. We're outside in the sun with our little microphones recording our podcasts. And we quite often have birds, don't we? We have seagulls. We've had seagulls on our podcast and we've had ducks. Mm. We've had magpies. Have we had crows? Yes, we We have. see a lot of them. Yeah. Just now as I'm talking, there was an ibis that just flew in and walked all around us. They don't really make much noise, so... You won't be able to hear him, but we also have lots of seagulls in front of us. Australia is full of wildlife. Yeah, it is. I love it. And we really do have a lot of bird life. And yeah, that's part of the mystical journey as well, is realising that we're constantly in this beautiful space of being able to engage with trees and creation and grass and just even just the practice. Engaging with grass. Yeah. You engage with grass. Well, I'm just, I think I'm practicing more in the morning, especially where we're staying at the moment with some friends of ours and they're, you know, they go and sit on their front lawn in the morning just with bare feet and just ground, we're just doing this practice of grounding where we're just allowing the the beautiful creative energies from the earth to speak with the creative energies within our bodies to we're energized in that space and and the earth is energized too it's like this circular I can see it like this circular energy where we're realizing that we're all connected and and the physicality of that connection can take us higher. It can bring us into these places of refinement and um, rejuvenation where the, we're within, we live in this beautiful energy system called our bodies and we're constantly surrounded by other energy systems like water and, and sun and sky and trees and earth that are all wanting to work together in in this beautiful synergy and symphony of wonder. I want the microphone to be in the shade, Kylie, so leave those shoes <laughs> so it's not in the sun overheating. <laughs> I have a tendency to, like I'm always fidgeting. I can't really sit still. I, I need one of those fidget toys. <laughs> Earthing, also known as grounding, refers to the discovery that bodily contact with the Earth's natural Electric charge stabilizes the physiology at the deepest levels, reduces inflammation, pain and stress. It improves blood flow, energy and sleep and generates greater well-being. If you Google grounding as a definition, that is the definition. So that is merely taking your shoes off in the morning and walking outside 
if you have the ability to do so, like is if you have feet and legs and stuff, iron somewhere to go and do it like we do. So that's what Kylie's talking about. And that's what we're actually doing right now. We are outside right at the water's edge on a, on a patch of lawn, nicely manicured. And we have our shoes and socks off. And it's winter in Australia, in Queensland, but it's warm enough for us to do that. And so we are actually grounding right now, Kylie. So we're expectant that all mm. of those benefits that I just read in that definition of grounding are happening to us right now. Absolutely. I love it. And, you know, I love that part about the grounding, that it's a technique that helps us be present. Like it, it brings us into the here and now because, you know, that comes back to that space of being in this eternal now where all the past is behind us and all the future is in front of us. And our life is the essence of this moment right now. We're in this beautiful now. And, it's an exciting place to be when you begin to see things through the, the eyes of our creator, where we begin to see people where they are, like we see them, not just where they are, but we see who they are and the essence of who they are with all of the difficulties and and all of the issues and problems and everything stripped away, but just seeing the real heart of people everywhere we go. You know what I really want for everybody that I come into contact with, which is part of why I wonder about coincidence being coincidence or not, Kylie? You know I what I really you, want for people? Well, I feel like you just love people to know their identity, like their love, that they're loved and yeah, you put it in your words. Well, I'm going to. That's the whole reason why I brought it up. I'm not asking you to tell people what you think that I think. But you did, kind of. You asked me a question. Was I was the intention for me to throw straight back to you? I love that they have electric lawnmowers and electric whippersnippers these days. We've got some guys who are just mowing and whippersnipping not far from us right now. And thankfully, technology has brought about change and all of their equipment is electrical, so you might not be able to hear it. Otherwise, we would have to move. I'm mm. grateful for that. Mm, We've done, uh, we have spoken on the topic of gratefulness, mm. and I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the sun. I'm grateful for grounding. I'm grateful for running into people that I haven't seen for 10 years because what I really want in everybody's life is for them to know the God that I know. Yeah. That is what I really desire, that mm. people would know that God loves them like I know that he loves me. Mm. And that people would be able to experience what it's like for your life to be changed every day for the better mm. by walking out your existence with the knowledge of him. Yeah. So whenever I come across people any time, but particularly when the word coincidence can be attached. Wow, this is such a coincidence that I've run into. I didn't expect this. Especially on those occasions, I am thinking, what is this about God like? Is this the moment that you are going to speak loudly into their lives so they are aware of who they are through you and there's this the moment that's going to change their life forever for the better like has happened to me I love your desire for that and I love that because you know that means you know at some point in your life you've had that encounter with God that has so transformed you that you feel like that is a place of transformation for every other person that you meet have you, have you shared your journey of transformation on our podcast? Well, I don't know because I don't know what I talk about. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you should tell everyone. Like, how, how was it that you even had that revelation that you're loved by him? Well, he spoke to me, Kylie. And, and what does that look like? Like, what do you mean he spoke to you? Okay. Tell, tell everyone. 2011, riding a three-wheeled motorbike. I'm sure I have spoken about this. In 2011, 
riding around Australia on a three-wheeled motorbike with myself on the front, my wife and two children on the seat behind, riding through the Northern Territory in outback Australia. As I was riding along, I felt an overwhelming feeling that God was present. I can remember looking out to the right-hand side, possibly, I think, where the sun may have been coming from that day. The sun as in S-U-N and (laughs) S-O-N. Jesus the sun. And I remember just being overwhelmed by, just like I spoke about before, gratitude. I was overwhelmed with gratitude for my life as it was in that moment, that I would be able to be riding around Australia on a three-wheel motorbike, not just by myself, not just with my wife, but with my children as well. A vehicle that had the capacity to carry four people, but yet was still almost classified as a motorbike, and I love motorbikes. And in that moment, I felt that God was speaking to me. And I don't recall... I, 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 it was not a voice. It was not a voice of in my ear that I heard, but I feel like he communicated to me in entirety, like in my entire body. And it was like speech, but I was feeling it. And so I was feeling that he was speaking to me and he said to me, this, what you're feeling now and the the immensity of this moment and the gratefulness and how amazing this feels. Up until this point, Sean, you have lived your life distanced from me. If you choose to live your the rest of your life knowing me and walking it out with me, then you cannot possibly comprehend right at this very moment how enormous your life is going to be and how amazing your life is going to be and that was all felt by me not heard through my ear but felt so I call it God spoke to me and in that moment I agreed I agreed that that I would spend the rest of my life in the knowledge that God created me and that he loved me even as I'm speaking right now, we're looking out at the bay and there's boats sailing and there's water glistening off the water. I have that feeling again right now of gratefulness of just, wow, like God, you, you created this for me. You, you created this world for me and you created me to be in it, to enjoy it. There's a plane going overhead now and I just hear that and I just declare that in our future there is train, train, plane, or train as well, but plane adventures for us that will take us to other countries where we can also experience more of God and find more people that are also loving God as well. I'll just let that plane go past and the sound die down a bit. So as just coming off that moment of having God speak to me in the outback on that three-wheel motorbike, I felt like my life changed in a moment for the better. When I came into agreement that 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 was to be the case, I I just felt like everything changed and everything did change. Everything looked brighter. Everything had hope attached to it. Everything in an instant changed. That's not to say that my life has been, that I've been overly hopeful every moment of every day but I've felt since then that there is an underlying hope that there is no matter what is going on if it's not exactly as I planned or wanted that there's this there's this hope deep within me that that knows that things are going to get better that things will change that things will pass and that's that knowing that he is in me. Mm, I love it. So so how could I possibly have an experience like that, have my life completely changed for the better in every way 
and get better and better and better every day and then not want that to be a reality for everybody that I meet. Mm. It's It would be almost selfish, I think, for me to just hold on to that and not not desire that for anybody else. So I have over the years, I, I will admit, I've, I've, I've wanted that so badly for people that I, I've, you know, I've been on that everyday mission of, you know, how do I, how do I get this person to understand that God loves them? And I don't think that's actually changed for me, but I'm probably not as pushy now as I maybe once was about it. Mm. And I, so when I meet people that I haven't seen for 10 years, I am wondering, is this the coincidence that, that they have been waiting for? the moment that God is going to change their lives forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you do wonder it because there's that hope. There's that hope that you have when you come into the revelation that he's just there, he's always with you, he's walking through every moment with you. He doesn't leave us. And even when we don't know he's there, he's there, even when it doesn't feel like it. And that often when you feel like he's not there, it's, you know, it's um, only me that's facing the other way. Yeah, so I want that for everyone. So did that answer your question? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's so good. That's that, that story of, you know, God revealing himself to me or in me or me. There's lots of different language that people put around that. You know, my salvation moment or the moment that, I gave my life to God or the moment that I invited Jesus into my heart, they're all the same events in my thinking. They're all, mm. it's a different language describing the same event. Mm. For me, the way that I describe it at the moment, which has probably changed as well over time, is that it was a moment that he revealed to me who he was in me. And that's the beautiful part about, you know, that journey of remembering, as we like to say sometimes, like that there is nothing that exists outside of him and everything began in him at the beginning of time and our discovery of remembering who we already are, that we were formed... (laughs) in our mother's womb that we were came into this physicality out of a place of always having been in him in the beginning in the beginning like right back in the very beginning of it all Mm. beginning of creation of the world and that varies depending on what your understanding is around that when you said that you were formed in your mother's womb it reminds me of something i read the other day about when you are in your mother's womb as a as a female when you are in your mother's womb all of the eggs that you have inside of you before you are even born that are potential children for you in your future are already inside of you and they are inside of you when you're in your mother's womb and inside of her is all of the eggs that she is ever going to have for her future children as well, including you, which means that that was the same for her mother as well. So there's generations of connection within women who are inside the wombs of their mum just by the knowing that you all have eggs inside of you that hold future generations that are not yet born. It's pretty wild, isn't it? So whilst you're in your mum's womb, you're connected to the children that are way down the track yet to be born because you're not even born yet. Mm. And you're also connected to your mum's mum. It's like the cellular life of ourself begins in our grandma. And that's just talking about eggs. Like That's not even DNA connections, you know, and bloodlines and things like that. And spirit. So, you know, how far back do you want to go as to whether or not you believe that you're connected to other people or or the creator of other people as well? Mm, it's beautiful. It's not too much of a stretch to to just believe that 
we're mm. all connected. We're connected to our creator and we're all connected to each other. Yeah, it's so beautiful. I just love it. I just love, can you believe what's in front of us? What this looks like? It's just, it is so beautiful. It's spinning me out. There's like a channel. I don't know why it's there, but across the water, about maybe a couple of hundred meters in front of us, there's a, a thin channel just above the water that people are walking out on and it looks like they're walking on the water. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's so cool. It's really, really cool. What do you want to talk about next, Kylie? This is the conversation about wherever the conversation goes. Yeah, well, I love this verse in 2 Corinthians. Um, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. It's like that when you were telling us about your revelation, when you were, when God was speaking to you in the Northern Territory. You know, it's that, it's that revelation of what already is. All of a sudden, we have that place of going, wow, we're in him. Like, wow, he's for me. And, and everything, all that old man with, you know, his hang-ups and his uh, insecurities and, and everything, it, it, we, it, we come into this place of newness, like we, we leave that person behind almost and we embrace the person that was always there within us, that person of possibility, that person of hope and that person that's loved. The old has passed? Mm. Is that what you said? The old is gone and the new has come. The old is gone and the new has come. Mm. So that's what I want for everybody. That's what I want for me. So so when we talk about that moment and, and you, you asked me to explain that moment for me and that, you know, we got to that moment where you asked that question also off the back of, you know, what does that that moment leading forward do for a person does your life change in a moment? Do, do things progressively change? Like, So what has changed for us since that moment? Oh, heaps has changed in, in our family life, the way we make our decisions as a couple, the way we've made our decisions as a family. Like, I feel like God's just been right in the centre of every single one of those things. And for us... Our journey has been adventurous and unpredictable and interesting and challenging. And as we've sought to be in the fullness of what he has for us. So that's, um, I could think, you know, when you're walking out the, the becoming of the new man, like the becoming of the new has come, which is really, uh, you come into the fullness of the awareness of who you are in that moment when you have that encounter with God, when he speaks to you. And for some of us, that happens when we're really little. And uh, for others, it happens when you're older and it happens at all different times of our lives. Um, but we, then you've got to walk out the reality of what that looks like. And often that is a slow journey of letting go of things that aren't part of us anymore. Oh, but, there's always some catch. Like, can't it just be the old's gone, the new has come, like everything's changed for the better? The reality is the old is gone and the new has come. But for some of us, we like to let, we like to hold on to pieces of that old because they're familiar. We're used to them. It's a habit. Like there's things that we, and, and that's the beautiful thing is that we don't have to keep picking any of those up. They're done with when we come into that revelation of who we are and you don't have to keep holding on to any of that stuff. It's already gone. It's already dead. It's passed away. Like, um, we don't need to keep those cupboards full of skeletons and old stuff that aren't for us anymore. So we I want can... to give an example. So it's not airy-fairy and fluffy, just talking about how things change and but with no definition. For people that like to understand, you know, a, a change from one step to the next, you know, the, where the old's gone and the new has come, I used to not care about anybody else in the world, one little scrap I don't know that I realized that at the time. I think I was just looking at me all of the time, wondering why I was so unhappy, wondering why I couldn't have what I wanted to have, wondering, not even just wondering, just being angry about not having everything that I wanted to have. 
and being really short-tempered and uh, and annoyed with people that had more possessions than me, that had a happier existence, that had a you know a a family that looked like they were financially better off. I had all of these things that I was thinking about in a self from a selfish point of view of just it, the whole world needs to revolve around me because I'm the most important person in the world. But I also did not believe that I was the most important person in the world. I thought that I was a piece of dog poo on the bottom of my shoe, like that. You know, a piece of poo on the bottom of your shoe. You should write a song about that, Kylie. <laughs> poo, poo, poo on the bottom of my shoe. <laughs> That's what I be, felt like. There'd be a whole bunch of three-year-old boys that would love to sing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so walking around like that feeling like you know that you're not worth anything feeling like the world owes you something not getting it being grumpy to changing in a moment of the old has gone and the new has come to in that moment realizing that god loved not just me but everybody love it so then your life looks different straight away your life looks like wow I see that person over there and I'm not wanting to use them for my benefit. I'm wanting to tell them how amazing they are because that's how God sees them. Yeah. That changes in a moment. Yeah, that does. There's a, just, I just wanted to just give a, an example of what can happen. And it is true that then over time things continue to change for the better as you constantly walk out your existence in the knowledge of God and things, you don't have to necessarily be, have a project every day of wanting to get better. Oh, I wish that I could stop being so cranky if this happened. You know, say your car breaks down, another practical way of looking at it. Your car breaks down. Do you trust God that everything's going to be all right? Are you angry at the moment that, it feels like your whole world is now going to fall to pieces, not just your car, but the rest of your world. I used to be like that all the time. Anytime anything happened at all, I just thought that that was the end of the world. And over the last 10 or so years, I've realized that God has changed that in me. And I've not deliberately gone out of my way to change that. Yep. Now when things happen where I used to think it was the end of the world, now sometimes it doesn't even affect me at all. I don't even pay any too much attention to it except for noting that it's an event and wondering how God's going to sort this out. So it's not even always intentionally trying to figure out how can I be a better person. He just does that. Yeah, he does. On the flip side of that too, like I used to have like a contingency plan, I guess, for being your wife and knowing that, you know, if some, if the car broke down or something, that it, that it was the end of the world. And I would go into my ways of dealing with that and coping with that at the time. And part of like our unfolding journey it has been me needing to let go of those old reactions that I used to have in those situations because sometimes there's something there that goes, oh no, like this has happened, now this is going to be the response. But that was the old response, you know, and we're, we're um, walking out this wonderful new response space where over all of these years we're learning these new patterns and behaviours that we're now embracing which is much more loving and accepting and much more chilled you know like we don't have to go into this um, fight meltdown or yeah there's not you know there's not a meltdown that we need to deal with that's that's knowing that that's so I don't need to be preparing for the meltdown anymore because the meltdown actually isn't part of our reality anymore. And because then the we're yelling and screaming, which turns new. into other words being thrown around, <laughs> which turns into, well, I don't even know why I'm married to you anymore. You don't seem to even love me. Exactly, yeah. That's what you used to say to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, for those people that, for you, the listener, you know that over time, if depending on how many podcasts you've listened to, that 
Kylie is the much more mature one of the two of us. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> in the way that she's walked longer with God, that's for sure. And she she has allowed change to come about in her life for longer than me. So I that's what I mean by more mature. I don't mean more mature as in you're not childish as well. And you don't like going on swings. <laughs> Well, he's known that I've needed to be in relationship with him longer than you because I've been a much harder one to change. You've just been more pliable and and wonderful and he's worked wonders in you in a much shorter time. (laughs) Right. So the example of the car breaking down, just yesterday we got a phone call from our mechanic for a vehicle that is back in the town where we live. We're not there at the moment. And there was some work being done on that vehicle and they gave us a, a rough idea of how much it was going to cost. Then when they rung back to say the car is repaired, the bill had doubled. More than doubled, actually. More mm. than doubled. And so, of course, in that moment, I just said, what? That's not possible. That's no good. You can't do that. That's that's not what we agreed to. Although they did have to do some extra work after they started pulling the car apart, so that's fine. But the bill to come back more than double what was originally planned, in the past, that would have sent me into a place of everything is falling apart. Not just the car, not just not having the money to pay for the car, but that could have led to a series of discussions and more than discussions, arguments, on any other topic as well that gets thrown in. But when they told me that, I just said that that's not very good. And I said, well, I will call them back the next day. So I actually put off speaking any further to them about it for another day. There was no anger involved there. It was just a needed time. When I called them back the next day, and and in between I'd just spoken to God about not expecting that this bill would come to be this amount, not having the money to be able to pay for this at this current time. And I just put it to God that it was his problem. (laughs) Because if we believe that all things are possible in him, including him coming up with the money to pay for the vehicle that I don't have, then it is his problem. I I needed the car to be in there to get done what I wanted to have done. The fact that the bill has doubled is not my problem. So when it came time to pick up the car, the mechanic has now reduced the bill, not by half, but he has substantially reduced the bill and everything has worked out okay. And I didn't spend any, expel any energy on being angry or any energy on wondering what spending that extra money was then going to mean in another area of our life. Mm. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, a lot of that comes back to that place what we, that we were talking about when we first started, when we were talking about um, grounding. You know, often in that morning time when I first get up, um, you know, we're setting, we're setting our day up in that space and, you know, we're wanting... To, to keep our vibration high. Um, I, I, I don't know if you know how the law of attraction works, but the law of attraction says that we attract what we send out. So to attract more of what we want, we have to raise our vibration to the level of which we want to receive things back. Is that what you did to attract me? Because I find you attractive. <laughs> it's so true, honey. Very attractive. Ah, oh, you're so nice to me, honey. And, I, and in, in reverse too. <laughs> um, so I was thinking about that, like vibrations are like little radio signals and we're continually sending them out. And so we're like tuning our signal to the vibration that we're wanting to receive. So in the morning and this morning, it, like this was happening to me, I was like sitting out in the sunshine and I had just both my feet on the ground and I was just really connecting in that place of like just my breath. I was breathing and I'm practicing these breathing techniques that are just stilling my mind at the moment. So I'm just doing these um, short breaths and then like a nice deep long breath that's just 
bringing my mind into this place of stillness so that I don't have to be thinking about all the stuff that might be transpiring that day, you know, like thinking about how are we going to deal with the stuff with the car and thinking about how we're going to get to this place and thinking about um, how we're going to be able to meet with those people there and those people there and all the different things that might be happening in our day, just trying to bring that place of stillness. And then out of that, just really experiencing that inner connection with God that's always there, but sometimes like out my mind wants to race on all the things that need doing or the the stuff that and and all of a sudden I am pulled out of that place which is my seat of rest which is that place that I'm my day is framed up in and I was just connecting in that place I started to just feel joy so I was just giggling and and we were sitting with our friends at the time and and then you know it's like funny because I'm like oh sorry like I'm like giggling (laughs) but like that's setting myself up because I don't want to be in a crappy mood when I head out for the day because then what's going to come back to me is crappy things so I'm meditating in that place ensuring that my vibration stays high so that during the day I'm connecting with goodness and wonder and awesomeness so you know we leave the house we're in that place of like this higher vibrational frequency and as we're driving up the street that's all of a sudden our friend's there and he's waving at us waving us down and then all of a sudden we're finding ourselves on the banks of the bay and we're engaging in this beautiful conversation and we're sharing coffee together and 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 this um you know we're staying positive in this space because we've chosen to start our day in that place of just grounding understanding that we're surrounded by all these different kind of energies and we're wanting to connect with the ones that are keeping us in that place of wonder and love and awe and seeing things through the eyes of the father and just being in that place of gratitude and and yeah does that resonate with you? Yeah, I suppose it resonates with me, Kylie. Resonate, <laughs> resonate, resonate. <laughs> it's another one of those words I hear all of the time. Resonate. And I like it. It's like a resonate to me. It's like a tuning fork. You know, it's got the two metal prongs on it and you bang it on something and the two prongs vibrate and they vibrate the same frequency because if they didn't, it would be a really annoying noise. So that's how I see what you're saying when you say, does it resonate? Does it align with your vibration? Does it ring the same as what you're feeling? And it does. That's what you mean by resonate, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Yes, because if you're vibrating on a frequency and I'm vibrating on a different frequency then those two prongs, when they come into contact with each other, when the noise comes into contact off them, it's out of tune. It gives off a terrible noise. So, yeah, that resonates with me. Resonates mm. as in it feels like it's true as well. I'm, I'm hearing like in the background, you know, as we're talking about this and about that place of like stillness and, and connecting with that place of joy. And I'm hearing people having questions in that space too. Like, you know, but I'm, but when I sit, I'm trying, you know, but I'm feeling pain or I'm feeling frustration. I'm maybe you're feeling anxious or you, that you've got doubts or regrets that are coming into your mind as you're like, as you're trying to find that place of joy and stillness, you know, and it's like, there's these things that are resisting that it's like you're, they're like they're standing in between you and the manifestation of all of those things that are wanting to be a part of your life, all of those things that are goodness. And, and, and I feel like that's at the moment, that's where that, that breath is really important. There's, there's a real power in breath because the God breathed the world into existence. Like it, it came on his breath. It came on the essence of the words that moved out of his being. And because we're his sons, 
we also have the power in that breath to form and create things, to create our reality that comes out of the very centre of our being. So if we're, if our mind is stopping that because it's bringing thoughts of resistance into our conscious awareness as we're trying to connect with joy or we're trying to connect with wonder or gratitude, then what a really good way to do it is just simply acknowledge that that's there but then just like breathe that out so so don't try and fight it don't try and like come into a place of like no 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 like I'm I'm not thinking those things just know that okay that's there but I'm just like breathing that out and I'm coming into that place of connecting with the very depths of my being, which is that that dwelling place where my creator is. And I'm coming back to that place of knowing that I'm filled with his goodness, that he loves me. And that out of that place, I love me. And I'm learning to love everything around me as well. I have that capacity within me for love. And I'm just acknowledging that those other things are there but then I'm just letting go of them as I'm breathing them out and then what is coming becoming my reality what I am manifesting in my life are all of those beautiful things that I know he has for me yeah that's really good you you also recorded teachings on that kind of thing before are they available somewhere uh, yeah, well, I have done a, a, um, a teaching on thought energy and I'm, I'm thinking about reworking that actually at the moment and just doing um, a, an intensive couple of days with people. So we're, we'll be working toward that. And if you want to join us in that, like reach out, that will be amazing when we do. So do the way to reach out for any of that information, including that sort of work, any other podcasts, any other work that we do on YouTube or anything else that we have got available for the entire world, the best place for you to find all that information is on our website. And that is... Wildfiretribe.life. Wildfiretribe.life. So there are connections on there to all other things related to who we are, what we're about, what we have available out there including Patreon. We thank you to people that support us via Patreon. Mm. We do have financial support coming in from from people and we thank you so much for supporting that so that we can continue to offer more to the world as well. We thank you for listening to us. We ask that you share our content, that you like it, share it, do all of those things that people talk about doing on YouTube, etc., and Facebook. It really does help for other people to be able to hear what we have to offer and to see the work that we have out there as well. So thank you for listening and sharing it with other people as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because just doing life with each other, having conversations, talking about all of these things that as we're trying to work it out together, it's like a real key in all of us um, coming into the next level of glory. Like we're moving continually from glory to glory and that is the beautiful journey that we have with one another we each carry within us keys that can help each other and encourage one another along the way we would love to come and hang out that's with what you. we're doing right now we're visiting people if you would like us to pop in on you just let us know where you are and we would love to slot you into our itinerary of visiting all the beautiful mystical hearts around the nation so and thank you so much for listening. I don't like saying goodbye more than once. So I'm just going to say thank you for listening and goodbye. Yeah, see you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. You are amazing. Amazing.